Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 59 of Gaming Fix. Uh, I'm hosting today. I'm Allison, uh, since Andre has moved and he's uh, his internet situation is fraught at best. Um, joined today by Alex. Hey, I will not be doing an AMA on 8chan. You know, that's, I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> uh, joined by Sam. Hi, I will be doing an AMA on 8chan. No, Sam. Uh, uh, in solidarity from my European friends at THQ Nordic. And Erica. Yay. Hi, I'm back. It's been like six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome I missed back. you. Oh, I missed you too. <laughs> I'm very, very excited to have you back. So, Thank Erica, you. I think this whole podcast is us just going to be talking about the games you've played for the past two years. Oh, uh, yeah. The games I've played in the last, I mean, I don't know about two years, but <laughs> in the last like six weeks have only been Joy Sound. And then today I played one game because <laughs> I felt bad about that. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going come, to come back to my podcast after six weeks, my video game podcast. And all I've been doing is doing karaoke and nothing else. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, no, I really do need to play something else. And so I played a little something else. So since that's the perfect segue, uh, how about you talk about your games? So so Joy Sound, huh? So Joy Sound. Um, I figured out how to make a Japanese PlayStation account, and then I figured out how to get money into it, which took a little bit of time, especially because I was drinking. (laughs) That's when I decided Joy Sound was a good idea. (laughs) I was like, we went went to like a Buffalo Wild Wings and then got real drunk and then came home. And then on the way home, we got we stopped into Rite Aid to get more drinks to come home and figure out how to get toy sound off to our TV. Um, and we did successfully after a while. Um, it involved Xavier. Uh, my husband has been studying Japanese for a few years now, so he can read quite a bit, even though he can't speak a whole lot. Um, so he was able to navigate some menus for me while I was like Googling what to do at the same time. Um, but that app is actually really good. It, the only thing is like, all right, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if I'm just dumb and I don't know how to figure this out or if it's in another language, but there's only one video that plays during like the songs. It's just like, of like this weird couple, like staring into like, space under like a weird blanket and like (laughs) they have like a really tiny globe i don't know why but it's really small and they just keep like looking at it longingly and i don't know (laughs) but it's like the only video that plays for any song and i don't know why and then we managed to switch it at some point to some weird slideshow but those are my two options they're like the slideshow (laughs) or this weird couple (laughs) staring into the stars Wait, so, <laughs> so are, are all of the songs in japanese because i know there's like four hundred thousand songs on there or something but yeah there's a lot of english language songs okay. um so i was very disappointed by the lack of cardi b um but other than that <laughs> they had most of the songs i wanted they didn't have maps which is one of my go-to karaoke songs but um, but they did have like, you know, they had a lot of my, my usuals. They had guns and roses. 
<laughs> I display maps a lot on rock band on drums because it's a very fun experience. Yes, yes, it is. I agree with this. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. They had, you know, they have Lady Gaga. This, what else do you need, really? So, <laughs> do they got all your crazy K-pop? They have only the Japanese versions of all of my crazy K-pop songs. And <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was a cat. That was a cat playing around in a box. <laughs> the cat's very excited about the karaoke chat. Yeah. K-pop now second cat trying to fight other cat into the box. Wow. But so they only have the, the Japanese versions of K-pop? Yeah. Um, at least for the songs that I was looking for. They also don't have my new favorite group. Um, but they're they're new, so I'm I'm okay with it. Um, okay, what group is that though? The boys. I, okay, okay, I'm pretty oh, sure I've told you about them. Oh, I love here them. We, here we go. There's like twelve of them, so there's a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of them. One of them like was oh, on yeah. that producer. Yeah. <laughs> Fiona like yelling at Gus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know if you watched any of those that produce one-on-one show at all, which I didn't, but I know... My friend did, but... Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it, but I know one of the members who got kicked off of it is in this group, um, or one of the contestants that got kicked off is in this group. People know who he is. Um, And yeah, I don't know. There's somebody who was on K-pop star... Um, yeah, I don't know. They, they like compiled some like people who were on other stuff and then also found other good people and threw them all in a group together. That seems to be a common thing in K-pop because there's a new group, uh, that has my, one of my favorites from, I I saw the most recent season of the produce show produce 48, which is what kind of got me into K-pop actually. And one of my favorites who got kicked off was in a new group. So it was thing so anyways this has been erica and allison's k-pop chat <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go back into it though because i'm gonna tell, tell you about trying to sing k-pop songs on <laughs> so like like there there are some like bts songs that i know that are have only japanese versions and so like i kind of know those songs anyway so i did sing like a few of those poorly um <laughs> to the best of my ability and um like Xavier reads quite a bit of Japanese now. So he was like, and he knows a lot of the songs, but he knows like the Korean versions. Cause those are the ones I'm playing in the house. So like, he kind of knows how the songs go. So he's just been like trying to sing like, <laughs> the Japanese versions of Korean songs that he only sort of knows. So like, It's just been like a weird experience of like me scream singing the Korean words over his Japanese version. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, yeah i don't know i wish they had like the korean versions as options because i just i can't i can't see the japanese versions which is interesting because whenever i go out to karaoke with my friends uh we go to a korean place and uh but i I actually i've actively sung the japanese versions because i think it's a lot easier to pronounce japanese than korean oh yeah for sure (laughs) so i'm just like okay uh but then i'm sad because because uh, there's one line in the Japanese version of the Twice song TT, where in one of the versions of it, one of Jihyo's lines is literally, I need cookie. And I am a little <laughs> bit obsessed with that. 
And then in the karaoke version, it wasn't there. And I was like, where's I need cookie? Did you yeah. sing it anyway? No, I didn't. But uh, I was like, and then I was like with my friends going, I need cookie. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, at, least, that, at least now we have a podcast title. Thank you. <laughs> I need cookie. Exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah, but, uh, so setting that up from through the Japanese uh, account is pretty straightforward, or um, like like I said, I was real drunk, so like <laughs> if I wasn't, it probably would have taken maybe ten minutes tops. Okay, um, because I was, it took more closer to an hour. <laughs> But like, yeah, I don't know. There's some website. I forgot what it's called. Play Play Asia. Xavier just yelled (laughs) in the living room. Um, that, yeah, you can just buy, uh, the, you pick whatever country it is that you want the money to come from. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was able to buy like, you know, a thousand yen card for the PlayStation store. Um, and then just like punch it in there. How does that work? Is it like a free app and then you're buying every song or is it? No. So they have like a 24 hour, they have, they have a 30 day like subscription or they have a 24 hour subscription. So we've been doing Uh the 24 hour ones. Um, they have a few free songs, which I think are just kind of to make sure your internet can handle this. Um, and yeah, but I, I know Born This Way is weirdly one of the free songs. I don't know why. Like, they're all Japanese except Born This Way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. As you do. That just makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, so we, uh, we, we've been doing, like, the 24-hour ones. And I think it's, like, I don't know. It's, like, under $3, I think, for 24 hours which I thought was extremely reasonable if you, you know, want to scream your lungs out to some karaoke <laughs> on a weekend. Honestly, considering I walk around my apartment screaming out to songs without any backing track, this seems like a really good deal for me. <laughs> what, are you, I recommend oh, sorry. what are you using sorry, for a microphone? Uh, I think it's a rock band mic. Okay. Pretty sure. <laughs> we just like plugged it into the front of the PlayStation. It's been fine. All right, cool. Ideally, we'd have two because we do do quite a few duets. Um, so we've just kind of been like throwing it back and forth between the two of us. <laughs> but ideally, you need two. That's that's joy sound. You should play it. It's fun. I am so legitimately probably going to go look up microphones and figure out how to play those because this sounds like very very fun. Yeah. <laughs> So let me talk about late shift real quick because oh, right. I've spent a lot of time talking about Joy Sound <laughs> and late shift is interesting. Um, it's like it's it's an FMV game. They're not calling it a game. I think they called it like like a a cinematic movie interactive experience thing. but it's an fmv for real it's, yeah it's fmv it's an fmv game like fully um where you just there are really fast uh quick time like choices um and you know two to three choices here and there and it's just i guess i don't know how much it actually changes it because i haven't you know done multiple playthroughs i haven't finished my first playthrough so but uh, essentially, he plays a guy who seems to... He's a student, uh, like a math student, I think, maybe. Um, 
and he works in a parking garage that seems to deal with high-end cars and you somehow uh get roped into a heist because you witness somebody's trying to steal one of the cars in order to perform a heist of like a weird tiny bowl that's really expensive i guess i don't know it just looks like a little bowl to me (laughs) (laughs) so uh that's not much further than i've gotten i've gotten like through the heist uh and like a little bit beyond that uh I think I'm nearing the end of my first playthrough. I don't know if I will do more than one. It's really interesting. It looks really nice. They did a nice job like shooting the whole thing. Uh, It never feels like there's never any weird cuts at any point where I'm like, Oh, this is where they, you know, this is the FMV part, you know, (laughs) like it always feels like a movie, I guess, um, except for when you're making choices. But uh, I don't know. It's just kind of like, it just is what it is. You know, like, the story is <laughs> not that like compelling to me. It seems fine. It's interesting, but it's not like, I kind of wish it was doing any other story. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. From what I understand, it can change paths quite a bit depending on what you do. Okay. So, like it does kind of warrant multiple playthroughs, but yeah, I don't know if the story's really worth it. <laughs> yeah, like I could see myself like looking up what happens in like other endings or whatever, but I don't yeah. know if I'll like I'll definitely finish this playthrough just because I think I'm like right around the end, but I don't think I'll go back and play more. Unless I don't know, maybe the ending will blow me away and I'll be like, Yes, absolutely, I wanna see what else is there, but yeah. as of now, yeah. But the acting's pretty good, honestly, too, considering. Yeah. Did you end up playing uh, the Bandersnatch Black Mirror thing? No, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't have, like, a huge interest in it. Was it good? I don't remember hearing it. It was fine. I liked it. Okay. Should I play it? I think I still have Netflix, maybe. (laughs) Welcome back to the world, Erica. (laughs) I've been so busy with school and work. Trying to like learn how to be a person again, like existing. <laughs> so, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe I should play that. Maybe that's better. Maybe that's what I want. Because, like, I don't know. I was asking Xavier because I, yeah, I woke up in a panic today being like, oh my God, I need to play something. Because <laughs> I've all I've done is sing Disney songs and K pop songs on like karaoke. <laughs> Honestly, but, that, I think that's a good thing to do, but yeah. <laughs> but like I took six weeks off. <laughs> I felt so guilty about it, you know. Don't feel guilty. I I, I know that I know that feel. I I've been really busy with work too, so it gets hard to do anything but like sleep and watch TV or something when you go home. Yeah, like I've just been like plopping down in bed and just laying there. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, glad so, I'm glad that as soon as you came back the first thing you went to was fmv yeah that's that's what that's what that's what i was saying uh, so uh yeah i was asking xavier like hey do you have any new games and he's like no i haven't really bought any games yet this year other than like the new civ expansion hell and, yeah uh, i wasn't super interested in that so <laughs> oh don't worry we already uh, talked about it, it okay it's great. good so I hear <laughs> um, he's playing it nonstop. So yeah, I'm it's, sure it's, it's great. Super, super good. Yeah. 
And so I don't know. Like I was like, what else do you have? He's like, I don't know. We could check Humble Bundle. And then like, oh, this <laughs> FMV game. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, let's do that one. <laughs> the so. Humble Bundle did have Vermintide too, though, which Pat was super hot on last year. Oh yeah, yeah. he was super hot on that game. I should play that game. Yeah. Maybe that'll be next week. Yeah, could be cool. And talk to Pat. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. He, I'm sure he would join you. <laughs> it's on Game Pass too. Vermintide too, which is, is pretty cool. Actually? That's cool. Yeah, just got put on a few weeks ago. Awesome. Cool. Cool. All right. So uh, let's go to Sam. What have you been playing this week? Uh, not very much, to be honest. I think I had like uh, Dragalia Lost came out today in the UK, which is kind of cool. So I played like an hour of that. Um, but that's pretty much all I played this week, apart from a little bit last weekend, just after we recorded the show. On Sunday, I played uh, Lego DC Super Villains because it was on a massive sale on the PlayStation Store, like less than half price, which was awesome. Because uh, I've been like good. really jiving for a Lego game, and uh, yeah, I played some of that. Uh, John Barrowman is the voice of Malcolm Merlin, uh, who is the evil Green Arrow, uh, so that's pretty good. Uh, and you can like you you can unlock characters by spending like in-game coins just like any other one and like all my characters were like Catwoman, the joker and like all these like people with no good powers and i just unlocked blue beetle and was just like flying around and zapping stuff and like oh this is a bit overpowered and <laughs> yeah it's pretty great character which is cool um, and i gave my big sword um so yeah that's pretty much it it's a good game uh, it's a lego game obviously so it's you know, Lego games are kind of, you know what you're getting and you know if you like that. Um, and uh, I feel like I get the urge every, like, two years to play one. Is So Lego games are usually based on movies, right? Like, most of the time. And like, does uh, this... Not so much anymore, I don't think. Oh, really? So is this, like, an original scenario? Or is it... Yeah, it's stuff? completely original. It's like a follow-on from Lego Batman 1 to 3, which um, the movie is based off of those games. Well, actually, no, it's more based off the Lego movie. Because hmm. Lego Batman 1, 2, and 3 are like cool, fun DC Universe stories. And right. like um, Lego Batman 3 is all about like um, the War of the Lanterns and stuff. It's like all, all the different lanterns coming together. And then uh, this one, Lego DC Supervillains, is just kind of like uh, the. Oh, I can't remember what they're called now. The Justice Syndicate, the evil version of the Justice League from. Uh, one of the other Earths, like Earth 37 or something, um, they come to uh, I'm, just, Earth, what? I'm just smiling and nodding. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like all of the like evil versions of the characters, like Owlman is the evil version of Batman, Power Ring is the evil version of Green Lantern, Johnny Quick is the evil version of The Flash, and then... Um, uh, Ultraman is the evil version of Superman, and the Superwoman is the ultra is the evil version of Wonder Woman, uh, and uh, like the evil version of Aquaman is just Jason Momoa's Aquaman, I think, which is quite funny. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. If, have any of you seen the Lego Movie two yet? No, not yet. No. Uh, so we went to see it a few weeks ago, and uh, they've got Jason, like all the Justice League actors, 
uh, like Superman and Batman and whatever, are all the same actors that they were in the first Lego movie. So Will Arnett is Batman, uh, Jonah Hill is Green Lantern, and Channing Tatum is Superman. Mm-hmm. But um, they just using they use voice clips from the Justice League movie of Jason Momoa to do Aquaman. That's like, all he does is Batman. And like, yeah. Okay. Like go Yahoo and like it's just what it's very clearly reused voice clips and it's very funny. That's really goofy. That, that kind sounds... of might be con- like convincing me to go see that movie. Yeah, that sounds really dumb, <laughs> and I love it. Uh, the movie's totally worth seeing. It's it's great. There's lots of very good jokes in it. Is it as good as the first movie? Uh, I think, to be honest, I think that like with hindsight, like the first movie is a great movie, but it's nothing like spectacularly amazing. It's just a really fun, really well made movie. I think. I think Fiona thinks this one is better. She does. Cool. Because the concept was better. Fair enough. Because I think the reason the first, the reason I found the first one so good was because you look at the title, you're like the Lego movie and you're like, Oh, this is just going to be shit. But then it turned out to be wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that. Uh, I've liked all the Lego movies. Lego Ninjago is really, really funny and has like, uh, like, so in Ninjago, the like main, it's like kind of a, the, uh, what's the name of the thing? I've forgotten it. Uh, it's a kaiju style like thing where Spin they've got like oh this they're, they're like the city's being attacked by this giant monster, but the giant monster is yeah. just a kitten, and it's this adorable kitten that is just like walking around and like swatting <laughs> at stuff, and they're like oh no. <laughs> I've seen the uh, first two seasons of the TV show. Oh, Maybe. I don't think they're related maybe six or seven times and because I was a nanny and that was, those were the only two that were on Netflix and the kids just wanted to keep, just kept cycling through them like weekly. That's amazing. Uh, Yeah. I have, uh, I have Lego Ninjago on 4k Blu-ray and it looks something. (laughs) It's really funny. I'm going to watch that. Which cast is really good. Dave Franco is the main character. Kumail Nanjiani is in it. And um, the guy who played Gabe in the office what isn't it really? and he's like he's playing a robot who's like trying to pretend that he's not a robot which is very funny <laughs> it's funny uh, that all sounds and obviously lego batman's great with the like love storyline between zach galifianakis's joker and lego batman that sounds <laughs> also really great speaking it is good speaking of video game or tangentially video game movies did anybody end up seeing wreck it ralph 2 it's not out here yet realize it came out already <laughs> i think it's out maybe i'm wrong but yeah, it's not in the u.s it's not out here till baseball okay yeah yeah i yeah. didn't hear a lot that's of good great. stuff about it so I, I i just kind of skipped it oh that's heartbreaking i really like the first one so much i like the first one a lot too but could be wrong i that that's just kind of the vibe i got from other folks no excitement yeah but yeah that anyways that seems like a good lego game <laughs> Uh, yeah, I played a little bit. I think it's really fun. Uh, I would recommend people watch it. Uh, John Mulaney is hosting SNL tonight, so oh, oh hell yes, I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited to watch that first thing tomorrow morning. Uh, also, on another tangent, uh, I've um, I've been reading a really cool comic called Avengers No Surrender, which is like 
basically it's just kind of like dope moment after dope moment because it's like um, the culmination of like four series of Avengers comics but um, there's no like continuity that you need to know they're like yeah just do it like just go with it just have a good time uh, it's totally worth reading and it's got a lot of cool characters like Lady Thor and um, uh, like uh, it's got some other cool like there's a really good uh, Hulk bit in it there's uh, some good Hawkeye moments. Wait, uh, is, is her name just Lady Thor? Well, it's just Thor, but th- there's no good way to delineate between the Thor, the main male Thor, yeah. and the Thor, who was a woman. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she was always just called Thor. They never called her like Lady Thor, Miss Thor, thor She was always just called <laughs> Thor. Um, but a lot of people in the comics world who delineate call her Lady Thor or Jane Foster Thor, which is a spoiler for that comic series if you haven't read it that was like nine years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that's pretty silly. Everyone should read Avengers No Surrender. It's really good, and the sequel is just started right now. It was a weekly series written by four writers, uh, and uh, basically those four writers took their favorite minor characters from uh, Avengers and like Avengers related comics and like fleshed them out into uh, big deals into this book. So and there's like a really good Quicksilver moment. There's really good bits with like Scarlet Witch, like characters that you don't really yeah, see very often. <laughs> cool. So enjoy. Very cool. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex. What have you been playing this week? Well, we have one in common. So, do you want to tag yes, team it? We can mm-hmm. absolutely tag team this because yeah, uh, let's do that. So, I've so been I'm very I've been very excitedly waiting for this one, and that is the new one from Red Link Studios, uh, Trials Trials Rising. So, I think Yay. we first start. When did we first start talking about this game? It was in like December of last year when they Something had the first like, beta, the closed beta. Yeah, when they had the closed beta. Yeah. Um, I, I had a lot of issues with it then, just technical issues. Like it was crashing on my PC and like mm-hmm. uh, losing a lot of progress and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, the first thing I'll say is I have not yet had a single technical issue with this game on my PC. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's that's been good. Um, do you wear the fun closed beta uh, special gift helmet thing? Which one is it? There's it's like white with gold. Oh, I don't know if I got that. You have to go into like the Ubisoft. I think you have to. I'm playing it on PS4, so I just had to go into the like separate Ubisoft and like redeem it separately or something. Oh, I don't okay. know. I'll take a look at yeah. that because I did get the deluxe edition. So I'm wearing the six samurai outfit and the rest of me is a gorilla. So as you do. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yo, that game is for one thing. That game is very trials and for, yeah. for two, it's really good. <laughs> it is really good. It's re- it's been really fun. I was, um, up until I hit a bit of a wall, uh, difficulty wise. And I, I've heard this is kind this might be just a, bug with that level mm. it's the final siberia um finals which it suddenly got hard and i was like what's going on yeah why can't i beat this um but i i, I the thing i really like about trials is just the level of easy to learn hard to master it is mm-hmm. um 
because I've been uh, working a lot this week. And so it is really a, a nice game to be able to go home and just sit on the couch and chill out and play some trials mm-hmm. or, but, but if I do want to really work at it and try to be good at trials, which I don't know if I really am, uh, I can do that too. So I, I think it's, there's a lot of, uh, potential in trials to be both like, uh, game where you just chill out and play or a game where you're actually work working to become really skilled in it. Yeah. Have you spent much time with trials university? Uh, I have. That's what I was thinking about when there's one for some of the later trials, the university ones where you have to, where your grade is like, get, um, uh, not about speed, but about harder uh, Charles university things. And I spent a lot of time on some of those. Yeah. I haven't done a lot of them, but like seeing that there's consecutive bunny hops as one of the, the, the trials university subjects just terrifies me because that stuff gets so hard. Yeah. The one I was doing recently was, uh, about landing on an incline and I got up to, pretty high in that and then suddenly it was like you have to do three in a row to get up and i'm like man i don't know if i have that in me today yeah. uh so i stopped but it does i feel like trials university really does make you better at trials like they, they do a good job of trying to make you like learn how to play the game because i accidentally I, I was playing one of them and then i accidentally exited without it somehow registering where I was. And I was really, I was like, no, I'm upset about that. So then I went in and tried to get back to my previous ranking and it got a, it was a lot faster. So mm-hmm. it, uh, it really, it really does. I think they figured out a really good way to teach you how to play the game yeah. or like to get to the higher skill level than just, uh, just using the right trigger and doing nothing else. Yeah, I totally agree. Cause like, especially like trials HD trials evolution, especially Um, it doesn't explain anything like, yeah, (laughs) like basically it just throws you in and it's like, here, go get gold medals. That's all. Like it doesn't explain (laughs) any of the advanced mechanics to you. It doesn't uh, like, like you kind of have to intuit a lot of that stuff. Like I didn't Mm -hmm. know how to do bunny hopping until I was just like, I don't know how to get past this. What happens if I fling my, my, my stick back and forth kind of stuff. And that was really awesome. Uh, so the fact that you can go into here and not know anything like this could be your first trials and you can see all that and just like, uh, have that all explained to you rather than having to intuit it. Like that's the best. Yeah. And having all the various missions do a lot to make things, uh, like some of the easier courses really repeatable in a nice way too. So it's, it's, uh, it adds a lot of challenge when you go through a previous one that you thought was pretty easy. And then suddenly it's like, all right, do 20 front flips in this one. And you have to figure out where the best way, like the best route to do that is and how to do that without dying too much. Yeah. They totally give you good reason to go back to old levels when they start introducing the challenges. Though Mm -hmm. the only, the only complaint I have so far is that the level select is kind of terrible. Like the fact it that is. it's just on the map and it's like, Oh wait, what's, where's the level I want to go to. And you have to go through like everyone individually with like selecting with a cursor and it's, it's just not great. 
It's no, I really do wish. I mean, I know that they want it to be like, you're going around the world with these, but it would be really nice if they had an actual just list of. Yeah. Yeah. If you could hit triangle or something and just turn that into a list, that would be awesome. That would be so nice. And yeah. Have you gotten anything hilarious out of the loot boxes? Um, well, right now, right now, my, uh, gear is this, is the, uh, close beta helmet, a giant pink sweater, which is, it's just kind of a plain sweater. And then, uh, I, I got in one of the, uh, the fancy, uh, loot boxes, the, I got like uh, boxer shorts as mine. So now I'm just wearing boxer shorts with this giant sweater helmet and shoes. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm a very, very cool person with that, but I, I feel like a lot of the, um, just kind of base level ones aren't terribly exciting. Uh, you get some, especially with the clothes, I feel like they're kind of, you start running into the same ones over and over again and you see, okay, I haven't been playing that long, but I've gotten the shirt with the pocket like 20 times. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think the loot box stuff is kind of pointless ultimately. And like, yeah. um, I don't know if you remember talking about this, but when call of duty world war two came out, <laughs> we talked about it in our game of the year. Uh, one of the things I complained about was how the loot boxes were completely pointless. Like the only thing you got from them was, uh, Oh God, I don't even remember what it's called anymore. The thing that you attach a uh, pistol grip and like you would get like 700 pistol grips and one of anything else. And it's kind of this, the same thing here, but with stickers, like you're mm-hmm. just getting every loot box has at least two stickers and you're getting one other thing that could be cool. But most of the times it's just another sticker and I never, t- I never use the stickers. So it's kind of, it's just filled with a lot of fluff. Yeah. And I, I mean, I put one of the stickers on my bike and I was like, well, that's, that's cool, I guess. But I, you don't really pay attention to that while you're actually playing. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I, they are kind of pointless. Um, and granted that's probably good for me because I'm not really at all tempted to buy any actual money to spend on them, but same. I'm like, okay, these are kind of pointless, but it'd be kind of nice if they had better cosmetics at least. Yeah. So I don't know. Everything around playing trials is okay, but the trials itself seems really good. And like the levels, they're always really creative with the levels. Like I like, um, one of the very early ones. So there's no, I don't know. How can you spoil trials? But, um, (laughs) one of the very early ones is when you're going through the movie studio and then like, Oh, that uh, was rad. Yeah. And then it's like, you're going through some of the sets and then like the screen kind of flickers and it's like, Oh, now they've added the after effects and like, like the post-production. Now there's like all these explosions and aliens like shooting everything. And then you get past a point and then it like flickers again. It's just like, Oh no, you're just actually in a normal movie studio. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them are really surprisingly kind of beautiful. Like a lot of them are really, I mean like, Oh, you're, you're doing extreme sports, but there's one with uh, hot air balloons. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's really nice. Um, and there's the one that's in, uh, Japan, which is really nice looking too. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's the, the level design seems to be really, really good. Um, and really fun. So that, that's, that's been, that's been neat. And, um, 
I feel like there's a, a lot of them have multiple ways that you can kind of like, like for the most part, they're very, I mean, you go to the right and you have to go around the different obstacles, but there's different ways where you can kind of, um, uh, optimize your runs as well. Like there is one level where like there's some levels where you have to get onto a, uh, platform and it raises you up a little bit. Yep. And, uh, most, for the most part, you kind of have to wait, but I was doing, uh, a race and I suddenly started going f- uh, forward and I was like, Oh no, I'm, 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 I did it first, but I actually like broke through the track and yeah. managed to get on it. And I was like, I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> yeah. So there's just a, it's a lot of fun to be able to try the different things and, it, it it feels like there's a lot more options than you might necessarily expect for, for, um, a game, which has this very specific track. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and there's different paths depending on the bike you take because some bikes mm-hmm. are more powerful. So like you'll end up on an upper platform rather than a lower one or something. And that mm-hmm. takes you through a different path, but like the breaking through the floor thing that has definitely been in previous trials. Uh, and that's usually how you find the squirrels if you ever did that. Mm-hmm. So I, I imagine there's a ton of squirrels. I haven't actually gotten any squirrels yet. No, none, neither have I, but I don't know if that makes any sense to Erica or Sam. If you've, if I don't know if you've played trials, <laughs> Just the first one on 360. Yeah, and Erica. You yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, well, Fusion. Actually, I played Trials Fusion. Trials. Uh, I did not. I like Trials Fusion, but the trick system, as everybody complained about, like it wasn't good. That's the only one I've touched. Also, yes, Fusion. I, but I think, only briefly. I think if you want to get back into Trials, this is definitely a good one. But the stuff surrounding the Trials is still a little meh. Yeah, uh, I I'd agree with that. Um, the thing that's also really nice about it and why I'd recommend people give it a shot. If, if you're, uh, if you haven't, or if you're thinking about it is, uh, it's surprisingly uh, affordable, uh, because I I feel like they could potentially sell this for like triple A prices, but the base game is, uh, $25. And the gold edition, which I did buy uh, as well, is forty dollars. So it's uh, I, I feel like you, it, it's even though there are certain elements of it that it would sure be nice if I, uh, uh, if um, some of the cosmetics are better, so if we could actually go and uh, access tracks without having to go around the map, going like where is that one track? Um, yeah. I, I think that for what you're paying for it, it's it's a really uh, good, uh, good, uh, package. Yeah, totally agreed. I think it's a good value proposition. And in general, like, uh, red links has a good history of supporting their games and like adding lots of stuff, new tracks and stuff. So yeah, I imagine in a year, this will still be a really good game. Yeah, for sure. It, 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 I'm, I'm excited to see what, where they go with some of the content. And then also, um, one of the other cool things is that, I was considering getting the PC version mm-hmm. um, because oh, yeah. there's the uh, level customization that uh, that you can do, but they've actually spread that out to all platforms. Uh, so even though you can't really uh, create levels in the PS4 version, as far as I'm aware, you can still play other people's tracks. So 
Yeah. Which I think is really nice. And another really cool thing about it is that it is, uh, as long as you have a Ubisoft account, it is, uh, completely cross platform, your saves and everything, all your progress. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty cool. So you could have it on switch and then switch to your PC and, you know, have all your progress going, going along with you. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's trials. So I, I, I'm really enjoying it. So I'm probably after this podcast going to go and play more trials. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, great. but yeah, no, for my other stuff, um, let's see, uh, for video games, I jumped in and I've been actually playing a little bit of overwatch. I've actually, I usually play like overwatch a couple times a week, maybe more than that. But, uh, just cause it's a good way to hang out with friends. Uh, but just the other day they had a story trailer for the new character, which is uh, Baptiste and you can currently play Baptiste in the PTR, which is their test client. Uh, and it, it's really cool. Um, the, the patch they're doing has a lot of changes. I'm not going to go through a patch patch note list with you guys like <laughs> that does not so great podcast content <laughs> let's go through the patch notes for uh overwatch well they changed lucio's no um the change is actually really cool they, did, they changed lucio yeah they did change lucio <laughs> one of the characters i play so i'm yeah. like oh. Oh, here, here's a short version of lucio they made his uh you know he hit shift and then he has the speed boost yeah. The speed boost is now 25% instead of 30%, but now oh, he moves okay. faster when he, he wall rides. Okay. So cool. there you go. That's it. Thank um, you. <laughs> no problem. But Baptiste is really cool. Um, his story trailer is, really, is worth watching if you haven't seen it. Um, uh, and as a character, he's kind of somewhere between like Anna and uh, Junkrat, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like, he has a burst rifle, so he shoots three times, three shots at a time, which right now is really powerful and people are complaining about it. They're saying it needs to be nerfed, but you know, it's a new character. Uh, and his right click is kind of like Anna in that it heals, but it's like a grenade launcher. <laughs> so it's, oh, a, that's rad. it's an AOE heal with like a little explosion radius. Um, yeah, he has this really cool ability where if you've ever played Dota and you're familiar with the character Dazzle, he has something called Shallow Grave, which is... Uh, you put that on a allied hero and for like five seconds, they can't get below one HP. So like you can keep hitting them and they'll be as low as possible, but you can't kill them. Uh, he has one of those. It's like a little area of effect. So you always get anybody in that area can get to one HP, but can't get below it. So it makes basically makes them invincible for five seconds. Uh, his ultimate is like this this uh, square shield that you put in front of you and any of your shots that go through the shield are amplified. So uh, like by like 300 or 400% or something crazy. So he, yeah, he's a cool character. I don't think he's hugely game changing, but he's really fun to play. Uh, and yeah, I don't know that patch is probably going to hit overwatch next week or something. That's usually what they do is like a week of testing in PTR and then they move it to the real client. So if you want to play Baptiste and all those other changes, check out overwatch probably next week i would assume i don't know if they've actually announced it but history would say probably next week um and for not video games i actually read a comic uh kind of i'm turning into sam uh Ooh. granted it is a japanese comic so haha still on brand so that is yeah that, that that's that's still very much on brand for you yeah i think you'll find that that's, that's uh japanimation 
Or, um, <laughs> is that a... Is that a hentai? I think that's what it's called. That's the genre. Yep. yep. It's a Japomic. Uh, yeah. It's, so um, it was recommended. It was, I got to it in a really roundabout way because it was recommended to Cheska because the art in it is really amazing. Uh, and she's an artist. And uh, then she in turn recommended it to me because the story's crazy. And so I was like, okay, let's check it out. Uh, it is called Oyasumi Punpun. So good night, Punpun. Uh, and it follows the story at the start. It's this 11 year old kid who is like this penguin, like a really low fidelity looking bird, penguin, duck, dove kind of character who's really cute. Uh, and it starts with just like really, um, pithy, stupid comedy, just like, uh, almost like slapstick humor that it just doesn't make any sense and it's weird and it's like kind of non sequiturs all the time. And then there's like boner jokes and stuff and you're just like, what? <laughs> but it's, it, uh, it, yeah, like it starts so silly and the art is actually legitimately beautiful. Like, uh, if you're watching the stream, you'll see a little bit of it right now. Uh, all of it is hand done. And there were some parts where I had to like text chess can be like, was this actually a photograph or did he actually draw this? But no, everything is done by hand. There's no digital at all. And like some of it is just absolutely insane. Like it's just photorealistic and it's crazy. Uh, especially with the extremely low fidelity bird, duck, dove boy. <laughs> um, but I don't think I would recommend it to anyone here <laughs> at all. Uh, because as everything I like, it has a hard turn and ends up being very explicitly about like depression and uh like there would be a whole bunch of content warnings that i'd have to give you like uh suicide there is abuse both emotional and physical there is a rape scene there is uh explicit murder like stuff like that uh so it's pretty intense uh but it's extremely good also <laughs> so it's it's kind of another wonderful everyday situation where it's very good and a hundred percent worth experiencing, but <laughs> if, if you don't think you can handle it, then I'm just going to say, don't try, but yeah, it's, it's really, really good. That sounds like an interesting, and I think I've actually seen this around before now that I Googled it, but yeah, it's very popular and it's been around for a long time. Uh, it's run with the, the magazine it was in was from 2007 until 2013. Oh, dang. So, That's pretty good. Yeah, so it's it's been going for quite some time. Cool. Ooh. Sounds good. Um, so uh, I played uh, mostly Trials this week, uh, but uh, to yesterday and today I've played a little bit of Ape Out, yes, which is on Switch. Um, it's the new game uh, from uh, Devolver Digital, and it's, it's really cool. It's... Um, it's a really it's it's a hard game to I feel like it's a hard game to describe. Oh, it's also it's also on Steam. Uh, I just got it on uh, Switch, uh, where you're basically uh, an ape escaping from captivity. Ape escape. Yeah. Oh. Well, sort of, but instead, it's a lot more violent, and it's also very <laughs> much more about the music um, because. Honestly, it, it's, it's the reason I say it's, I think it's so, so hard to describe is that so much of the, what works about the game is because it's the, the music is largely, uh, like kind of percussiony jazz music, like very much just like drumming 
with jazz, but then also like whenever you uh, kill somebody, you do a, uh, it has like a symbol crash. So it's very much the music is based off of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's very, it's the aesthetic is really interesting too. So it's, it's a very, it's, I think that's the reason it's so hard to describe is that gameplay wise, uh, it could get different, but it's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, it's, you mostly are trying to avoid getting uh, shot and you're trying to, uh, move out of this, uh, you're trying to escape and then also, uh, in doing so, uh, violently killing people a lot. Uh, but the real way the uh, game works is in the aesthetic and especially in the music, uh, which is, which is really necessarily going to, uh, um, stay quite as exciting throughout the whole game because I feel like I've, I've played the for, through the first, I want to say four levels. And I, and part of me is like, okay, I kind of get it, but, uh, but it's an interesting experience. And, uh, musically, if, if you're interested in music and games, I had something I would at the very least, uh, check out videos of, uh, because it's, it's quite cool. Yeah. It looks like if you were to draw comparisons, uh, gameplay wise, it's kind of like hotline Miami. And then like, yes, the, the art style is kind of like original Nidhog, but top down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like hotline Miami is probably the biggest, uh, comparison people have made uh, gameplay wise. Um, but I would be a little bit, uh, hesitant to use that, ex- uh, comparison mostly because, um, here it's, a, it's, it's a lot more straightforward of you've got, two like at least as far as i'm at right now two real ways of killing people which is either you like kind of push them away or you can grab onto somebody use them as a shield and then kind of push them into another person which which is is, is very satisfying but there it doesn't feel like there's quite as much of the strategy as the hotline miami sure. um so it's, it's kind of like hotline miami but uh kind of pared down and simplified and then at its most, uh, uh, I don't know because you, because you really can't use any, any guns or any other weapons. So it's a lot of you running around, but it's, it's, a. Uh, but yeah, it's, I think it's, uh, an interesting game to try. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, it, I, I feel like I wouldn't recommend it unless you're interested in a game that's more, interesting than fun. Although I say that there's definitely, it's definitely fun. Sure. Uh, this is more, it's more of like a, for being a, g- a game where you play as an ape, that's violently murdering a bunch of people. It's probably one of the more artsy games I've played so far this year. Uh, do you know if the levels are randomly generated or are they always the same? Uh, so far it's been, it's been the same so far. I, I don't know how, if there's any level of randomization, um, in terms of where the, uh, enemies are located, but it feels like the, the levels are mostly, uh, uh, actually created. Okay, cool. It looks interesting. I don't know if I'll try it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, I think interesting is the best word. I, I know that, uh, 
uh, Giant Bomb did a quick look of it recently. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet, um, mostly because I, I uh, uh, actually got this game from uh, a Facebook group uh, giveaway, so I, I kind of wanted to experience it fresh, cool. um, as opposed to. But but I, that that might be something to check out if you're if you're interested. Right on. All right. So does anybody have anything else to add? Uh, everybody else excited about the new Pokemon announcements? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It The, the direct uh, didn't show all that much, really. Like, I mean, no. obviously we have the art style and the starters and all that kind of stuff in the world. But like, it kind of just looks like more Pokemon. <laughs> I'm upset that they left it on the table and they didn't call Sobble Sad Pole. <laughs> I like that we're just going to leave that there. Yep. <laughs> just... Maybe that's the second evolution. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm so used to uh, people calling, like, I don't know when. Uh, when I, f- I forgot what Genesis was, Eight. but when they oh sorry I uh, know uh, one my bad when the Pokemon Snivy who like before everything came out everybody was just calling it Smugleaf to the point where I still think of it as Smugleaf. Oh, so I, I I wonder wasn't that the GBA one? Mm, no, it was X and Y. I think. Oh, was it X and Y? Okay. It was black and white. Oh, oh so DS. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. DS. Yeah. I, but I will, I literally just remember like it, it, I could not even remember the name of the actual Pokemon because it's still smugly in my brain. So <laughs> I, I do. That. Yeah. Um, it looks neat. I don't know. Uh, some of the art it had was like the kind of UK E, uh, steampunk E kind of stuff seemed kind of cool. Like the, when, yeah. you, when you're in the cities, it looked kind of London ish, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I am cautiously optimistic about it, I guess. I don't know. I haven't really loved a Pokemon game in quite some time. I played sun and moon and was like, yeah, this is, this is good. But I think they've just all been great. Haven't they? But so like such a very incremental change that it's hard to get excited by new ones. If you haven't, if you've played one in a while yeah. and then like, for me, I thought Let's Go was like such a good change and like a really good way to play that game. Totally. Like the the fact that you don't battle Pokemon <laughs> and that you can steal the Pokemon in the world was like such a big change. So like you could see them walking around and then didn't battle them. You just tried to catch them. And like, that was so much better. And I think that they should have done that for gen eight, but they've already shown like wild Pokemon battling. So it's back, but um, it's nice to like keep your Pokemon for fighting trainers. Like that was quite cool. Like your Pokemon fight each other. You catch Pokemon. Yeah. That was, I understand, but, uh, Uh, sorry, but uh, like regular Pokemon is such kind of comfort food for me. Where mm. on the one hand, I understand that like I, I do want Pokemon to forward, but on the other hand, like them doing like here's a new region, here's a new bunch of Pokemon, here's a new kind of like cool. <laughs> goodbye, Alice. Kind of, we're making a straightforward Pokemon game. I'm like, oh, there we go. We have you back. Oh, oh okay. 
we didn't catch most of that. So what was that? Oh, sorry. Uh, well, Pokemon is, is very much a uh, kind of comfort food for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually one of, one of the first games I ever played was Pokemon blue. So I, I totally understand wanting to move it forward as a series. And I, I do think that they should keep trying to innovate, but on the other hand, um, a new Pokemon game going, okay, here's a new region. Here's a new Pokemon. It looks prettier. Here's new gyms. I'm like, you know, I can, I can kind of get behind that. And it's kind of something I need this year. So that's fair. I, I totally, I, I feel like in a perfect world, they would keep doing interesting stuff. Like, uh, let's go Pikachu. Uh, let's go Eevee and try like, like trying new things like that, but then also kind of keeping the Pokemon formula because there, there's something about the Pokemon formula that just feels very much like, okay, I know what I'm getting into with this. I I can kind of chill and play it. Yeah. So. And like, um, I've heard the argument many times of it's always someone's first Pokemon. So like this will be some seven year old kid's first Pokemon and he's probably going to, he or she is probably going to love it. Um, I would love to see Let's Go versions of Skull and Silver. That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Oh my god, like, I want it so bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like, what if maybe we get Let's Go games every off year? Or every couple of off years or whatever. That'd be cool. Who, who would be your starters? Because, like, Pikachu and Eevee are kind of uh, the mascots of Gen 1. Who are the mascots of Gen 2? I don't know. Whoever it was in Crystal. Because that, that's what it would be adapting. Oh, that's fair. So, Stars were in crystal if they were different. I never played crystal. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I just played silver. I played crystal because it's the first time you could play a girl. <laughs> oh, that's reasonable. I yeah. played gold, and then I was like, in crystal, you can play a girl, and mm. then you can also, uh, there's also a new tower, and that, that's enough to get me very excited back when I was a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, th- I think that it'd be really. I think it would be really nice. And I think that they actually have this opportunity with the switch being both a uh, handheld and a uh, home console to be able to do that. Um, like I know that when I was in, uh, when I was younger, I was really into the, like some of the um, console Pokemon games, um, uh, specifically uh, Pokemon Coliseum, which was uh, still an RPG, but it had a, an interesting, uh, it, it, it was a lot more, uh, it, it went different ways and did some um, innovation. And then also that that was followed up with another one. So I, I think it'd be really cool if they could both, okay, this is the main line Pokemon. Okay. This is the kind of weird side Pokemon. And if they could release both on the switch, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, does anybody else, uh, anyone have anything else they'd like to add or bring up? Do you think, do you think Anthem's going to kill Bioware? Bioware's <laughs> been dead for years. It uh, very would... well could. I, hearing about uh, Anthem actually legitimately breaking some PS4s made me go, ooh, it might be. Yeah. This might be it. Yeah, I mean, like, um, if, if you read the giant bomb review that came out yesterday, well, yesterday at the time of recording this, uh, Brad was the one who reviewed it and he mentioned that multiple times his PS4, uh, like completely shut down and he had to repair his disc 
<laughs> and it's just like wow. if if that's happening with this game, that's real bad. And if it's bricking yeah. like legitimately, that's, that's yeah. I I've, I've seen multiple accounts on Twitter of people going, yeah, it fully bricked my PS4 or it fully bricked my PS4 Pro, and. <laughs> This last to the point I think where I love the point where I, you know, I'm the one I'm, I'm one of those, uh, uh, mass effect Andromeda defenders. And I genuinely would like to like it, mm-hmm. but I still am not going to buy it until there's assurances that, uh, it's not going to break my PS4. So <laughs> I, I, it's, it's not great for Bioware at the very least. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just have, I used to love Bioware quite a bit, but <laughs> I, I just don't see how they recover from this unless they make something just absolutely immaculately spectacular in the next few years. But I don't even know if they're going to get the chance. Oh yeah. Well, it, that'd be, that's the question. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to honestly depend on how far they are with, the next dragon age. Um, if they're decently far enough in development where they could finish it off and release it and be good, then, but man, I don't even know if I don't, don't believe it'd be good. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like ever since the doctors left, Bioware hasn't really been Bioware. Yeah, yeah, that's my exact thought. <laughs> yeah, maybe even a little bit before, honestly. Like maybe with the launching of uh, the Old Republic, like because to me it kind of felt like the Old Republic was them trying something outside of their normal wheelhouse and like keeping enough Bioware in there for Bioware fans to like it. Like they still had dialogue. the story was great. I loved it. I yeah. played loads Old Republic like forty hours, fifty hours. And like it's fully voiced. It's like got an amazing story that's like definitely like up to Mass Effect quality. Yeah. I didn't even finish it, and I was over forty hours in. Yeah, like, but, but the problem so, was sorry. I was gonna say the problem with it was that like the gameplay and everything, like everything surrounding the story, was so rote, and like that felt like EA pushing Bioware to be like, hey, we need an MMO. Can can you make us an MMO? And then it just seemed kind of like bioware was becoming that studio of just make whatever we need for ea yeah it's i i wanted to like the old republic because uh in case you guys didn't know i like star wars a lot um and (laughs) shocking i know um (laughs) and i like bioware a lot so i I felt like the old republic should be like this perfect kind of game for me but I, i i felt like it was just still not like I couldn't get through the RPG or the MMO parts of it. Yeah. And that's not to, story. That's not to say it's bad by any means. I know a lot of people who genuinely love it, like, and still love it to this day, but. Oh yeah. But um, they're, they're still going to do more, um, stuff for it. So it's, it's still really popular, but, or not, maybe not popular, but it's still beloved by a, a lot of people, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, I don't know man. Anthem seems <laughs> yeah <rough. laughs> oh i mean and i and it's i really do want to like it but it's i'm i'm holding off did did you get to the late game sam like I, you said you finished it right but like is there post post game um, late game content oh for anthem yes 
No, no, I didn't finish it. I'm like six hours in. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, it was is Andre that finished it. Andre finished oh, okay. it. Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. Um, I've but I've heard the end game is 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 not very good. No, I've heard it's, it just looks bad. It looks like they didn't really think about it. Yeah, which is is kind of unfortunate. Consi- yeah, considering uh, <laughs> what kind of a game they want Anthem to be. Yeah. Um, but oh, speaking of Star Wars, my weird little a little bit of excitement is that they're going to. Um, you know, I don't know if I should be excited about it because it's EA, but uh, Respawn's new Star Wars game is going to be an, uh, revealed at uh, Star Wars Celebration, which I am going to uh, in April. So I'm I I'm very cautiously excited about this because uh, I, I haven't played any of the old uh, A-Plague yet, but people are saying it's real good and... Uh, if they can bring some of that magic to Star Wars, I'm uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I kind of blew one of my friends' minds the other day um, because they've been playing Apex Legends because they're a Fortnite fan, and before that, uh, well, before that, they were just like not really super into games. Maybe Call of Duty every now and again, like very just mainstream gamey kind of whatever's popular. Don't really care about the the rest of the industry. And I asked him, like, oh, did you ever play Titanfall? He's like, what's Titanfall? I was like, oh, don't, don't worry about it. It's what they made before. Did you know they're making a Star Wars game? And he was like, what? Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, I think, a, like, even, like, Apex Legends has really uh, brought Respawn to the forefront for people who didn't really know them before. Because Titanfall never sold particularly great, even though they were amazing games. Um so I think people are actually going to be super hyped for that. And I think personally, I would trust respawn out of any studio in EA right now. To, yeah. To yeah. I, I personally am not really big on right. Currently trusting uh, EA with the star Wars license given. Yes. The output has been <laughs> not great and how many games they've canceled. And, yeah. uh, and I, I just want my single player star Wars game, but this uh, this has me cautiously optimistic so i am if uh assuming i don't have anything that uh, conflicts with it i might go to that panel where they re- uh, reveal it so uh very yeah. exciting stuff and if they actually ha- I, I seriously doubt it but if they actually had anything playable at the uh, celebration that'd be extremely exciting yeah that is what's coming out this year currently oh really yeah Yep, fall. So wow. they very well could. I would be very excited. And uh, um, so, uh, so if there's a, so I, it'll be a gaming fix exclusive from Star Wars Celebration, <laughs> oh, <laughs> an exclusive yeah. that they are actually uh, that they're going to probably live stream and have other people at the panel, but. <laughs> But I'll be there too. <laughs> exclusive. Yeah. Exclusive. That's great. From Star Wars Celebration. But um, I don't know. I wonder, did you, did everybody here play the Titanfall 2 campaign? Yeah, it's great. Like, could you imagine if like they do some of the kind of timey stuff? That would be fun. <laughs> I'll be interested. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, one quick thing. Next time we speak, I will have seen Captain Marvel. 
<gasps> Me too. I'm so excited. <laughs> Me and my brother are all going at midnight on Thursday. I, I have like tickets for 8 p.m. on Thursday. I'm so excited. Has there been any hype around it? Like, I mean, like um, critical hype, like people who have seen it? As far as I can tell, it's, it's all positive. Yeah, it, there haven't been reviews yet, but there's been early buzz, and early buzz has been exciting. Apparently, the thing that I've heard is that it goes full on into the cosmic Marvel weirdness, which I am all about. Uh, I'm here for that. Yeah, but I'm very excited because uh, I love the uh, recent run of comics uh, by Kelly Sue DeConnick. And so I've been full on just like super hyped for this movie since they announced it. So I'm very, very excited. Alex, hmm. did you see that they gave the cat a character poster? I did not see that. These <laughs> <laughs> very serious character posters of like Glenn Close and Samuel L. Jackson and stuff. And then one was just a cat. Hell yeah. I'm going to look that up right now. <laughs> if you look up Goose character poster, you'll get it. Googling it. That's because that's going to probably be our our image now for this this podcast. Oh hell yeah, that's just a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's Goose. He was called Chewy in the comics, but I understand why Goose is a funnier name. I like Goose. So that's amazing. Yeah. So if you haven't seen that, look that up because uh, Goose is very much the breakout star of Captain Marvel. Oh wow! I'm looking at it now too. Yep, I have it on oh, stream for anybody. Beautiful, watching, but yeah, that's it's funny if you look at all the other pictures as well, all the other posters of like D. H. Clark Gregg and Samuel L. Jackson and Jude Law, and then it's just the same exact style and pose, but with a cat. <laughs> I love it. Very good. <laughs> that's real dumb. Yes. I appreciate well, that. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll probably have to talk about that next week too. Of just have a brief, yeah. spoiler-free. Uh, most likely be freaking out about how good Captain Marvel is, hopefully. We could uh, we could also do a spoiler cast to get the episode numbers up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, before this episode, we were talking about uh, how we are nearing a, a special number of podcast episodes. and uh, it, But we actually getting a spoiler cast might be fun. But, because I'm very excited about this. But we could have yeah, that special number on another special number. Yeah. Yes. Especially if it is actually a Saturday. It is a Saturday. It is. It is. You'd have, to, you'd have to turn it around real quickly for it to still be a Saturday for me, for me and my or my British audience. That's true. <laughs> I think we need to find a way to do this. There's. It has to happen. We're gonna have to do a intermediary episode somewhere in the middle of the week. It's only like three, three, right? That we'd have to do? Uh, I think. Let's, let's math it after this cast. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've, got, we've, got, we've got enough. Uh, we've got some time to plan this out. Yeah. We, got we till, can make this work. We've got till, let's say, around the third week of April. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Today, that's Excellent. legitimately my birthday. So. <laughs> what a great gift. Yes. <laughs> It'll be All nice. All right. <laughs> Well, if that uh, on that note, uh, I think that we're going to wind down. So, uh, Alex, where can people find you? Uh, Fix.space 
Yes. Yeah. Erica, how about you? Uh, at Erica, A-I-R-E-H-C-U-H on Twitter and Instagram. I just posted my missed Kickstarter uh, backing. What do they call it? Like back a reward. Perk. Reward. Yeah, that's it. That's the. <laughs> I think this is the first one I've gotten. I said it was the best one, which is also true. But I think it's also the first one I've ever gotten. So it is it super is, nuts. It is genuinely really cool. Like you should legit. If you're listening to this, go to Erica's Twitter and look this up because I watched the videos and I'm just like, what? It's it, really cool. It's so good. Yeah, it's it is so good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sam, how about you? You can find me on everything at SGCH, pretty much. Um, Alex, what's our email address again? If people want to send us emails, uh, gaming at fix.space. Yeah, send us some emails. If you send an email, uh, if we get less than like 10, we'll read them all and discuss them all on the show. All every last one of them, every single one. Yeah. I we'll was do not that. sure if Alex was joking that that was our email address. No, I had to think. Like, of, I had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we get less than ten, we'll read every single one. If we get more than ten, we'll read the ten best ones. Yep. Yes. And that will be our philosophy going forward. There you go. <laughs> All right, and you can find me on uh, on the Twitter at w r i t e r s e r e n y t y, and on uh, Twitch at Happy Beeps here. But I've been so busy with work, I've been able to stream. So, uh, all right. Well, I think that'll do it for this uh, week's episode of Gaming Fix, and uh, talk to you guys later. See y'all. Bye. Bye. I like how we're waving, but it's not a video podcast. Okay, bye. I'll turn my video back no, on. We are waving to you at home, if but you just can't see it. Yep. <laughs> Later, nerds. Bye. Bye.